Welcome back to the Turntable Teachers. Thank you so much for tuning in. This episode is a part of our quarantine edition of the guest speaker series and is available to watch on YouTube. Link is in the description. For more guest speaker episodes and video content, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube page. Thanks again and enjoy this week's episode. And welcome back to the show, everyone. I'm Mike with the Turntable Teachers, and class is back in session. We have our very first quarantine edition of guest speaker, and I am so excited to have Taha, a rapper, singer, songwriter. Do you even do a little producing yourself or no? Yeah, I, this new album I'm doing, yeah, especially on that one. Yeah. Perfect. Well, Taha, thank you so much for joining us today. He is a Shrewsbury Amherst. He's kind of close back and forth between the two there. So he's in that out in the Western Mass area. And, uh, you know, so I'm, I told you off air how much I love lately. Like that is like my shit. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is my shit, dude. That's sick, man. Yeah. That song, the way, yeah. I mean, the way it came together was just like really interesting. I mean, I even have freestyled it too. So it just felt really natural, like the whole process. Well, which, so before, before I break down the song, we do I want to backtrack something real quick. So we did, um, we did an Instagram live. We've been doing Instagram lives. Uh, we've been doing a new music sharing show. Uh, any of our, of our viewers that haven't seen that yet, definitely check that out. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, follow our pa- our playlist on Spotify that's attached to it. Lately is on that playlist, no question. And this is the reason why. I, uh, I had a good friend and sh- uh, fellow rapper Trevi uh, on the show for that second Instagram live. And I ended up playing lately on the live. And I am not kidding you, dude, right? It got, it got some of the best uh, reception from the whole night. No bullshit. That's crazy. That's crazy. So go back and go, I swear, like, it's, it's out there. Like, it's, it's on our YouTube page. Like, go after this. Like, go check it out. Because we, I played it. And Trevi's bent, like, bumping his head. And he's like, this is, a, this is a song that if I heard this, I'd be like, who is this dude? I want to hear more. That's like his exact words. Like I'm quoting, and then people in the actual in the chat, they're like, "This dude is awesome." And then they wanted to play another song of yours, so I played my bag. Like that's how that's how good <laughs> you got. So, you know, if that's confirmation bias for you or not, I don't know. But uh, just just so you know, <laughs> that's sick, man. That's crazy. Wow, I'm gonna check that out like ASAP after this, man. That's crazy. And then, so it's so funny too, because then I get off the live and I go downstairs because I, I live with my mom and my brother and uh, I go downstairs and my mom's like, who is this, who is this Taha? She's like, that song, can you show me that song? It, it was really good. So I really played it for her and now she, she bumped. So, you know, Yo, that's crazy. Someone like, oh, that's beautiful, man. That literally made my day, man. That's crazy. That, I don't have words. That's just fucking great, bro. That is so sick. That I thought so we could start here today and give you a uh, <laughs> surprise you a little bit with that. Yeah, I'm dumb smiling right now, man. That's crazy. Shout out to your mom, man. That's fire. That's yeah. sick. I know you didn't know that, but uh, I'm, I'm glad you know now. So I, I, had, I had to make sure I, uh, I put that in. But do that song. So that's the first song I heard of yours. Um, when And another thing which I thought was insane. So... 
you uh, actually reached out to us. And, you know, obviously we get, we get a fair amount of submissions just from artists from, and around the Boston and Massachusetts area that, you know, want us to promote their music. And some of the stuff that we send is, or that we get sent is, is good. And um, some of it's not so much, but uh, you stood out to me because you sent the most like professional email out of anybody, dude. <laughs> yeah yeah dude i told my friend like i was like no we need to make a press kit you know, so well it was so, like i said like you came off you were so articulate and like professional like just straight up like you were like hello like to whom it may like or mike or cody or whoever or whoever you were sending it to like you know and, and you even like knew like parts of the show like you were referencing stuff like so you had heard it so i was like oh okay so he's actually invested some time in listening to us and taking the time to actually craft like a legitimate email to like send to us and stuff like that so you stood out right away just based on on that so i was like okay i have to hear this guy's music and then as i was doing research on you and him heard lately i was like okay I had the same reaction that Trevi had. I was like, I have to hear more. And then I listened to Breath of the Phoenix and boom, I was like, and obviously we wanted to get you in here, but we couldn't. So I was like, you know what, you know, obviously due to quarantine, but I was like, you know what, let's, let's get him on, uh, <laughs> let's get him on, on the show via Zoom. So this is, I'm so glad we're doing this, but break down lately for me because I think that song is just brilliant. And I think the, the music video is weirdly enough i was surprised when i watched the music video because it was it's so dark you know yeah. the aesthetic you went for so tell me a little bit about like kind of the, the process behind uh making that song and, and even the video too yeah it's a, it's a crazy there's a lot of layers to it so how it started off like i guess we'll start off with like the main vocal sample because that's like the heart of it so that was sampled from the vocals that you use like in the beat, right? Yeah, yeah. I knew that was, I was trying to figure out what instrument that was. I was like, nah, that's a vocal sample. And, and yep. you got it, man. That's fire, man. Yeah, it was, um, it was, uh, it was interesting. Cause like my friend sent it to me, my friend Jared. And cause he sends me a lot of samples sometimes. Cause he's just like really into like the sample. He loves sampling. He always wanted me to do it. Um, and so this Japanese singer was like, we just, you just sent me it. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. And then my friend slowed it down. And an interesting thing with that sample itself is that like, there was this old Kanye song. I think I, it was on SoundCloud or something and I can like send it to you. Um, but like, it was, um, uh, like it was crazy because like in that song i forgot the song i can pull it up on my phone let me it was like it was some like exclusive thing that kanye did on like soundcloud man it was like it was it's one of my favorite it's like i don't really use soundcloud too much because of the ads because i'm sorry i just hate ads in my music but like i i really go to, it's like never see me again and he sampled that same singer not the same song but the same singer and it's interesting because that singer was like like she killed herself because he had the song Never See Me Again and people have like, like, you know, like theorized like, oh, this was Kanye's goodbye. So it was just cool. Cause like the whole point of this song lately is like, like lately I've been thinking life is just a breeze now. That's the chorus, right? It's like lately I've been thinking life is just a breeze now. Whoa, man, just believe they cutting at my knees cause I'm on one. The whole thing I'm symbolizing here is that like, it's my experience as a Muslim American. And like, so it's like, 
I was thinking life was so easy for me when they're like, and they're cutting up my knees. Like when you, when a Muslim is praying, like they go on their hands and knees. And so they're cutting up my knees cause I'm on one. I'm so it's like, you can't think life is good. The fact that you a Muslim American think cause life is good. You're crazy. Cause have you not seen what's happening? Not even as a Muslim American, there's a Muslim in the world. There's been so much Islamophobia and just the persecution of Muslims worldwide. There's stuff happening in uh, China. There's stuff happening. There was like, and this was inspired by like a, a it's a kind of in the other song, Man Down. It was a, the whole, like a lot of, a big theme in the album was like just Islamophobia, but specifically referencing like a shooting that happened at New Zealand where straight up a guy named Taha died. Like he got shot. And so that was the whole point of like the song. So it's like saying, like, lately I've been thinking life is just a breeze now. Whoa, man, I just believe they're cutting up my knees because I'm on one. Hold up, I'm dizzy. I need some ease now. Whoa, man, disbelieve I'm cold, man. Low, man. Cold, like I'm losing blood, like I'm literally dying. And then cold, like I don't want to feel anymore. I'm, I'm cold to the world right now. So right. that's the whole point of, like, lately we were just kind of, that was a theme that you see in the music video, too. Yeah, I thought the music video, like, painted the picture a little better. Not that, like, because when I first heard lately, I, I just loved the aesthetic of it. Um, I love the, the drums that you used in there and then like the, ins um, the insertion of the bagpipes that kind of like really cool how you, uh, they just slowly fade in. Like you hear them really faintly in the background and then they just kind of come very much to the forefront of it at the, towards the end of the song. And, I, mm. and it gives it just that, that awesome aesthetic. It, it reminded me of um, listening to like songs from like MIA when she would, when she would put, um, like those types of, of, of instruments in her music. So yeah. I, right away, it gave me like that kind of vibe, but I was just loving the aesthetic of it. But then as I've listened to it more, uh, you know, breaking down not only your lyrics, and then when I, you know, came across the music video, it, it painted a really cool picture for me. Uh, just, you know, your, basically your depiction of like you're saying, being a Muslim America, being a Muslim in America, excuse me, and uh, witnessing, you know, not only the Islamophobia that happens in America, but also, like you're saying, in the world. And you're absolutely right that, you know, that is just prominent. I mean, what are you talking, you know, stereotypes and, and racism? I mean, those and even like you, but you even kind of put it in your own, you know, your own perspe uh, perspective, too, because you kind of reference it like, you know, maybe I'm maybe I'm reading into it too much, but you're, it almost seems to me like it, it this these instances that happen in the world and you know with another person happening that with your own name it, it kind of hits you close to home i almost feel like it it breeds like you know anxiety and 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 obviously dep you know, em depression because you're so empathetic to, to you know other muslims and, and and what they probably have dealt with in their lives and, and you've probably seen your fair share of you know uh, prejudice and and racism as well so i think that it, it just tied the video ties it all in together so nicely Thanks, man. Yeah, no, that was like the whole, yeah, I'm happy you see that too. Because that was like just the whole central theme that we were trying to go for. Um, and then I guess production-wise, uh, to break it down, and that was really, I want to give props to my boy, uh, Sir Rowley. His name's Sheldon. He's going like Sir Rowley Production. Because like I work with him on all of it because he produced the majority of the album. And then, so, like, Rowley, what he was doing was I was just sending him samples. So, and there's vocal chop of that Japanese singer slowed down. Uh, some of the drums he put in. We got a live bassist actually for it. 
just threw like five or we just I, I was like, yo, let's just throw a bass on it. Oh wow! So the, the then, bass in studio live, like yeah, we, that's so yeah. He just he just went on on it, and then um, and then I sampled uh like uh I think it's the tambla. It was like an Indian uh drum. That was really what it was. There was like a small Indian drum you hear at like the beginning, and then really at the end at the outro, and then um and then a sitar. Yeah, that was that was my favorite one. The sitar in it. Oh, so that was that. Is that was so it wasn't a bagpipe then? I was I was wrong. It's just it's called what is it called again? Uh, sitar. Yeah, it was just like a string instrument. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Got it sounds it. like a bagpipe. No, I thought, yeah, I feel you on the a little. Yeah, I I thought it was a bagpipe, but it, it, it again, it's it definitely had that um more Asian like Middle Eastern sound that I've heard in like a yeah. other other uh, you know uh, music that's been done by like artists uh, other muslim artists like like just for example like an mia um i want to go back to man down real quick because that's another interesting track i almost i don't know if you've heard eminem's new uh newest album music uh music to be murdered by but i almost felt like man down was sort of similar to eminem's latest darkness where he portrayed the viewpoint of um the shooter from las vegas and i thought that in, in 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 the way that Eminem depicts it. It's obviously very dark, but it's very somber for the and and slow. And despite the fact that this event probably was so anxiety ridden and just just probably insane, just to just to be to witness or or even just to think about. And I felt like you kind of did something a little bit similar too. You gave the 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 aesthetic and the sonic you know appeal of the track is so um low key but what you're talking about is just so uh you know just heartbreaking really so tell me a little bit about a little bit more about that track too that song was crazy that song's actually like yo like mm, there's so much so the whole point of the production wise playing video games for multiple reasons specifically i sampled a lot of zelda um and um yeah, there was like a lot of Zelda I sampled, like a lot of Zelda. I, I love Zelda, man. Like I, I gave the best. I love the whole series, man. It's so good. But um, there was a lot of Zelda being sampled. There was a lot of um, uh, Resident Evil Four because I love that game too. That game's fire. You ever play that game? I'm not a huge gamer. I I I had um you know, like Nintendo 64, just because as you know, I'm at my aunt's house, because my cousins are so much older than me. So growing up, I just naturally played that a lot. But I'm not as much of a gamer uh, myself. But I have heard the the name, the name of it. So Resident Resident Evil 4. I've definitely yeah, it yeah, that game is crazy. Because all oh, that game. So because the interesting thing they do is because when you're shooting, you can't move, you just stand in a place. Even when you're trying to knife, you just lunge. So you just stand in the place and you shoot and you got to stop and then you can't look behind you or anything. It's crazy. It was a crazy game, man. I love it so much. But like I sampled video games because one, I love video games because I'm a nerd like that. But the whole thing is like the whole Breath of the Phoenix is like I was sampling things that gave me the ability to breathe. That's the whole point. It was like, let me, because like that was the whole point of it. Let me sample stuff that like gave me peace and whatnot. And it's like tragic because this whole thing, what I'm saying, and like kind of within the production, because I feel like there's like, you know, when you're speak, when you're making a song, you want it to speak lyrically too, like what message are you trying to send lyrically and then overall, but also you want to help send that message through production. So 
the message in production was like these things that were once able to give me peace can't anymore because the thing was specifically with that New Zealand shooting, why it's so disgusting and so just fucked up on so many levels, so just traumatizing was like, obviously the dude just did it and like Friday prayers, which is like Jummah prayers that Muslims are just, that's like, this dude like studied it, like it's crazy, like planned it, but there was footage. He videotaped the whole thing, like on a camera, like, like a first, and I saw the footage. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have saw it, but I saw the footage and it felt like a video game. I literally can't play Call of Duty shits no more because I'm like, yo, this shit just reminds me of that footage, man. Because I just couldn't play that shit no more. So that's the whole point of production-wise. Like, there's a lot of video games where I'm just like, like, in the third verse, we can break it down lyrically, you know, as we continue on. But, like, that was the whole point of, like, I just like my piece was just ripped away from me, you know, like straight up. Like there was a it's, it's fucked up, bro. It's fucked up, man. There was oh, a woman. It's fucked up. Well, just you right now, right? Like explaining to me a little bit more, because like I said, I I knew obviously what the song was about, like, but you giving it even more, uh, you know, um, you know, bringing shedding more light to you know the the choices that you made in making the song, like. It's that's like it's chilling to me, but I I I also in the same time I want to commend you because it sounds like you like we were talking about this a little bit earlier off air like we're, you know we're perfectionists yeah. obviously always um, you know try to put out the best quality product and it seems to me like you just put so much thought and effort into it now that and more so than I even thought of or the thought that you did you know uh, just to like even like you're saying the little nitty gritty stuff like you know, the perspective of uh, using the game, like shooting games when, you know, somebody, uh, that that's really what this person did, like in real life, almost made it portray it, which is, dude, that's, that's crazy. That's, yeah, man. It's crazy too, with it, like the specific ones too. Like Resident Evil 4, the whole story is like, you're shooting monsters and then like, you kind of realize at the end of the game that these were once innocent people that were turned into monsters. And I feel like that was my people. Like, I feel like we were innocent people turned into monsters. Like I sample things that I really want to help. Cause it also just helps performance wise too. Like I'm able to do a good performance if I really know like, oh, all these beats are like really complimenting all these instruments, samples complimenting each other like this. Oh, I can really hit it now. Yeah. So. And, you're, and you're paying homage to not only, you know, your culture, but you're really shedding light on very important topics in your music. And that is, I think, you know, one of the hard, not only um, hardest things to do, but in terms of execution, not only sonically, topically, and like you're saying, even just little subtle nuances like that, making it all work together and sound good and also making it, you know, relatable is so, uh, you know, important. And I think you do that 100% because I think now, people hearing this and listening to your music, especially gamers, they're going to, having this background about it is going to uh, give it a, an entire new meaning when they, when they hear man down for the first time, if they haven't, you know, yeah. if they're listeners of ours and, and, and not you and listen, you know, coming on to you for the first time, it's going to give it such a, like I said, an amazing perspective. Um, and I would, I guess I want to commend you for that because yeah. I actually, to be honest with you, there aren't a lot of, like I said, I mean, I, I, you probably know this know better better than I do, but I don't, how many Muslim rappers are there out there? Like, I really don't even know that many off the top of my head, dude. Like, you, you might be 
an anomaly or in a very small uh, niche category there. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I think about that too. Like, yeah, and it's like if I'm coming in, like I really want to speak on the things that like need to be spoken on. Sure. You know? So like, yeah, like yeah, that's a really. I think about that a lot. You know. So. Well, you yeah. even reference your music a little bit uh, on low battery. You, you mentioned that you think you're like, you're almost questioning if like, am I being a good Muslim or am I being a shitty Muslim and things like that? I don't have that much. I don't want to sit here and act like I know much about, you know, Islamic culture and, and background and things like that, because I don't, I'm not an expert. You definitely are the one here, but the one or one of the few uh, experiences I've had with it is I'm, I'm my, my favorite book ever is The Kite Run, believe it or not. Yeah. Uh, and so I just from what I know about you know, Muslim culture and background is, is a lot of from that book, just in regards to like the religious, um, you know, aspects of, of, of the book and things like that, that, that I just learned through, through that. But I, I think it's a little bit interesting because I, through reading that book, it seems to me, and I, and I'm, I'm Italian just for background on me. And I think that old fashioned Italian uh, you know, beliefs and also uh, like morals and things like that are a little aligned with with Muslims, Muslims in a sense, because I don't know about you, but it's like, it seems to me that being a rapper and ex like expressing yourself in this way, like, how does your how does your not only your family, but how does like, you know, people in your in your community, like how in your Muslim community, like, how do they respond to that? Like, is, do you have to like find a balance between like expressing yourself through the music that you 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 want it and the things you want to share, you know, versus like staying true to like your your cultural backgrounds and up and upbringing. That's a really interesting question. That's a really I I gotta keep them. I'm lucky, man, because my parents, man, they 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 really like they they get it now. They really do, man. I'm I'm that's lucky. Like my parents, I. I will say, like, compared to most, like, kind of, like, just, like, you know, Daisy Brown people, like, their parents, like, you know, like, everyone says my parents are, like, what? Your parents let you do what? Dang, that's crazy. And it's just, like, yeah, they really, at first, like, they were a little hesitant, but then they heard my music. Like, my dad, like, he heard, like, my songs, and then he cried. He was, like, that was beautiful. You know, and like this dude, like went to school. This dude, like you know, like he, he's a great, super, one of the most charming men I've ever, you know, seen in my life. But you know, I, I don't know. He was like he's a very tough man, and he was just let him. Like I was crazy. I spoke to him on that. My mom has heard like my poetry. She's like cried to it. She's really liked my music. She liked lately a lot too. Oh, but yeah, and then I feel like for like a lot of the at least the Muslim Americans I know, it's kind of like. Um, like the Muslim people I know, uh, even I have like, you know, Muslim friends back in Pakistan, like, um, they all, they all just really like seeing me perform, really. I think that was the biggest thing, like in support, in regards to like, just like their view of my music and whatnot. I think the biggest thing is like, they just know I'm so, they, I'm so unapologetic. Right. Like I'm like, I'm, and I'm so passionate. So I feel like that's the thing they really see. And then they see that and they're like, well, that's what we really love seeing. Like they, at the end of the day, they just want to see me happy. So right. they, they're just like, wow, this makes you really this happy. And you're really, you let it come alive. You let it come out alive. It's so raw. 
and you know people respect that at least they do so it's interesting to navigate that but um i think i think it's because i'm such a passionate person they're able to like maybe not be so like i don't know hesitant to support me or anything because obviously like I, and I also have matured more with my music too like i had a song called like fuck boy where i'm like fuck boy like you know what i'm saying like like just doing like whack shit and i'm like maybe they'd be like oh I don't know about this, but you know that they hear like something like lately and low battery and they're like, wow, you've gotten better and you've really grown. So I just think the maturity mixed with the passion really, you know, they, it really brings people together for me. So. Yeah. And it comes from a place that's genuine and you can hear it in your music. And no, I only, I only bring it up because like, I just, I grew up in a household where like, you know, again, old fashioned Italian, like just the, the stigma was that you, you didn't really share anything personal or anything that was from the home life. Like you didn't share that stuff outside, right? Like you, yeah. didn't, you didn't go share that in society or, or anything like that. And, um, you know, just again, reading like what I, you know, obviously in the kite runner, like, um, you know, Amir's father is very against him, like writing and expressing himself through that way. And, and so like, I just, I just thought that, um, you know, there's definitely, I don't want to say a parallel there. Cause I don't want to just make it seem like that there's such a, like a concrete parallel between the two. But in that sense, I, I think that that's, that's, there's definitely something there, but and on the flip side of that too, I think just like our generation grew up, we grew up much differently now. I think that our generation doesn't see those, like those lines are definitely a lot more blurry. You know what I mean? Um, and we are able to, I think, it's it's less um there's less of a negative stigma towards you know expressing yourself how you want to these days you know um so i i think that you know especially for us it's it's tough to you know like you said a little bit like navigate the world and you know be who we want to be but you know also try to hope like stay true to you know our our past and and who like kind of helped raise us but um, that's so great to hear that like you have people that not only like that support you and like are fully behind you. like that's so dope yeah man. I, I it's luck bro my mom actually used to act she used to be an like a, a actor in Pakistan like she was like yeah it was crazy like she would um she was uh doing news stuff there and then this guy heard her doing the news was like do you want to act and it was crazy so she did like a little acting stuff, but mostly like just news stuff. And so I think that that helped a lot too. My dad has grown immensely. The reason why, like shout out to my parents, man. I love them so much because the reason why isn't because they didn't make any mistakes is because they apologized and they kept growing. Like they weren't like, like they weren't stubborn about it. They just kept growing and learning to grow. And yeah, I really lucked out. That was a big thing. I feel like I really lucked out. But um, for other kids, like, I feel like this immigrant thing, like when you're coming in to America, you realize money. Money doesn't buy you happiness, but it buys you security, comfortability. And that's like really, that is so vital to just live life here. Absolutely. And so, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and then like, that's why a lot of, there's always those pressure. Like people are like, why is there pressure to be like a lawyer or a doctor or this or a dentist? And it's just like, because that gets you money. But when immigrants came here, that's what they needed. They needed money because they had mouths to feed. They had, they wanted to put their kids in schools and colleges. So that's the thing, like, why a lot of, I feel like there's that initial, like, hesitancy, maybe for some parents to support their kids 
and art. And that's why, you know, that, that's why you got to live a balanced life. It's like, it's like, okay, well, pursue the degree, get a job, pursue that, and then do this. And you got to have, my dad says a balance, you know, you got to balance it because that's healthy if you balance it. So I think absolutely. that's just like an interesting thing though. You feel me? Like, no, it is. No, it absolutely is. Um, I want to go back a, a little bit though, because so you said your, so your mom was an actor or an actress. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. And you, you, did you mention earlier your dad was in, um, in music? Like he has some background in music too? My dad, no. Nah, he, he, um, he like, he actually does like sing, like, but he does it like really jokingly. Like he is a good singer, but he just does it like party really. Like he's just a party singer. That's what he, I've seen him do. But um, it's what my mom was really into like, uh, she was like more into like news broadcasting, but then they wanted her to act because of how good she was at it. It was like crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. She like, she gets like, I'm telling you, bro, like she gets invited to like, she got invited to like Bollywood red carpet events in New York. Like, cause and the people like, yeah, it's crazy. Like my mom and dad went to one of them. And then there was like people who were like, yo, I had a crush on you. Like, cause you were on the news and stuff. It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Like, like my mom, like, like, Look, if this music stuff doesn't work out, I guess I'll just go to Bollywood, man. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, I'll, I'll just brush up on my earth, do a bit more, man. I'll just go back. I'll just go to Pakistan, man. I'll get big, big, man. So, yeah. all, right, so, all right. So with that background, though, that makes sense then that your parents are probably a little bit more supportive because I think your, your mom probably understands, right? She she gets, yeah. like, the, you know, the the need for you to, like, express yourself artistically. And, and, but you, but you're right. You have that balance. Like, like we talked a little on air, I mean, off air, excuse me. Like, you know, you're getting a degree and you know, you're doing what you have to do to be stable and comfortable. And Hey man, I'm, I mean, the same thing for me, like, you know, I love teaching. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's phenomenal. It's, it's, it's one of the best you know jobs that, you know, I, I think are out there personally. And, and especially for me, um, it, it just works and fits my life so well, but you know, I have to express myself in some way too. And, and this is my outlet, you know what I mean? Like this has been, you know, I, I want to do things that I'm passionate about too. I think you're right. We all have to have that balance between, you know, being realistic, but also still having that, you know, still dreaming a little bit, right. Having that drive to pursue, you know, those bigger goals or those creative goals that you want, because um, if you're just doing one thing, it's, I feel like you're, you're limiting yourself, you know? Mm. And that's, that's so great that uh, you, you have that, that foundation, right? That, that your parents gave you. And, and that's, that's so dope. I, I love hearing that. Thanks, that's, that's, that's so sick. Um, so you mentioned too, that you really, uh, that people like seeing you perform. And uh, I went on your website and when you first reached out to us, and like I said, did, did, my, did my due diligence on you. And by the way, again, just to harp on the professionalism that you have, your, your, your website's phenomenal. Like just, it looks so like clean and just professional. Like, and yeah. yeah. And yeah, I can tell not only with the music, but then you said you're, you write poetry too, which I also think is, is so dope. My, my mom writes poetry too. Um, but I, I loved just the, the aesthetic and overall, you know, you know, appeal your, your website, but then I'm scrolling down and I'm looking and I'm seeing like, Oh, like look at, uh, Taha's per breakout performance opening for push a T and Lil Tekka. And I'm like, push a T. So you performed that was when 28, no, not 2018. Was it, was it last year? Was it 2019? Yes. 2019. August. 
August. Yeah. Okay, so last summer then. Yeah. So about September. I forgot. One of those two. So tell me a little bit about how that how that happened. Like, did you did you reach out to push a T and was just like, yo, let me let me open for you when you come to the Mullen Center in Mass? Oh, <laughs> um, like like how did how did that happen? Because I know a lot of guys they they pay they do the pay to play thing, but especially yeah, I did, yeah, I will never ever do the pay to play thing. I will never do that. If any artist is doing the pay to play thing, you are getting scammed. Do not do that. That is not gonna help you. Um, but like. I just want to give a quick shout out. Shout out to Jared. He, he helped me with that website. I just want to give him props. Shout out to you, Jared. I love you, Jared. Um, but like, yes, you gotta credit him. You feel me? Like, um, I, I take no. I was telling you earlier. I take no credit for our website. Shout out my boy, and <laughs> our, our our one of our uh, one of our producers and marketing guys. Like he he created the store for us. The 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 website. Like I mean, I so I agree with you, man. Like it, it takes a village sometimes. It takes more. It's just behind you obviously like when you know people hear your music or listen to our show they just they just see me or they just listen to you but they don't understand like all the background and all the work and all the people that help make that happen you know so real, man. Real. Shout out, Jared. yeah man um with the push a t thing it was actually like it was interesting it was a competition thing so it was this group called canvas live it's like c-a-m-p-v-s camp this so um and they kind of were like doing like shows across colleges where they'd held competitions for like the college students to get in and perform um so i could tell you the answer i tell everyone and i could tell you the real answer i'll probably just tell you both okay i tell everyone they're like oh you opened up push the teeth how was it i was like oh this is the best time of my life you know um Learned a lot. It was great. But then you asked me the real answer. That shit was disorienting. It was still a really important learning experience. But it, it, was, it was pretty fucked up. And I'll, I'll tell you why. Um, I guess how I got it specifically, though, backtracking a bit. So, yeah, it's like it was a competition. Like, first, you got to get votes from, like, your people. So I just had votes and then I didn't, but it's like the number person who got the number one votes gets like a guaranteed spot. And then the judges just pick everyone else. Um, and I got like second, cause I swear to God, man, the dude who was doing number one, he had a VPN or some shit, man. That dude was, blah, 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 blah. it was crazy. Like, and I've seen, I don't know, that's just me. But like, um, either way though, the judges, or what'd you say? I said, people cheat, bro. It, it just, it, you, you can't, you can only control what you can control, bro. You can only control your, the way you move. You know what I mean? For real. They cheat on numbers too, man. Like people are like trying to flex how much Spotify plays, but it's like, I see that you are featured on this playlist that literally you pay like 50 bucks. Right. Right. It's, it's ridiculous. I don't know. That's, we'll talk about that later. How I, I, I hate that shit. Cause that shit doesn't even help you if you're just paying for streams. But, um, but like, yeah, like, um, so there was that competition. So you got to get voted in. And then the number one spot, you know, is guaranteed. And then, but the judges just really liked my shit. Like, they just really liked my music. So, because the judges just pick other people. And they're like, oh, we really like your music. And I, I had, like, again, shout to my boy, Declan. Again, like you're saying, the whole team, right? Um, he helped make, like, this promo vid for my other album, Airborne. That was, like, we... I released like I don't know my junior year of college and then like he made like a promo mix with that 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like made a promo mix of that. Um, and they said that helped so much, which is just goes to show. It's like you know we've talked about before. Like you got to keep putting good quality because you never know when it pays off. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, so yeah, I get like I get picked to do the competition, and it was weird, man. First of all, these other rappers, you know, they're rocking, they're like acting all like tough tough and it's just like why what do you I bet maybe they were nervous and yeah maybe they were like maybe they're anxious too you know that's just how they express their anxiety but there's always been some weird like I don't know masculinity bullshit and like rap which is like fucking weird and then either way though I performed at the competition which is like an outdoor stage and I killed it like I did really well I literally just jumped off the stage at a point and like like I just did my shit I did my thing and then I, I won it, and they're like, okay, you get to perform for like, in front of Lil Tech, uh, right before Tekka and Pusha, and you get paid. It was lit. It was really lit. And then, like, yeah, people people were on me that day. Like, people were, like, were reaching out. They're like, what? Oh, my God. I remember when you were just rapping in my dorm. And I was like, yo, I didn't blow up, man. I'm just opening up for Tekka and Pusha. And oh god, so I never. I'm not a guy who gets nervous, and I didn't get nervous about this. To be honest, most most of the times before I do a show, I get really tired. I don't know, maybe because I just I just get tired. I don't know, but like, um, it was interesting because as I was going up on the stage, my two friends were getting kicked out. It was because it because it's that's the thing with these fucking festivals and that's the thing festivals are just so artificial man there's so many people just lying that was a big thing i've realized i'm i'm jumping i'm i'm jumping on points to points so sorry about that but like you're good but it was it was artificial people people were just trying to lie to get backstage some of the other rappers that didn't win the competition were trying to lie like i saw it and then like um and it was just like this weird idolization of like all these rappers and it's just like i briefly talked to Tekka. And I'll just be real. I was so unimpressed. I was just, <laughs> I was just like so unimpressed. And it's not like no hate on people who like Tekka or whatever, whatever. It's just like, but then you just realize. And I, I even more briefly talked to Pusha T, like very, very briefly. And it was still great people, no hate. But I was like, these people aren't gods. And I feel like everyone just looks at rappers and artists and celebrities as gods, and they just want to worship them. And and it's to the point where they don't even see them anymore. That's you're not even seeing a human being. You're just seeing like a image that you want to even, you know, you, you just want for yourself. You know, you're trying to eat it, and it's like, yo, what the hell? Like, it's crazy. So, my friends are getting kicked out because they don't have all the bullshit passes that you need. I don't even know why. So, but they're like, no, we're friends, and the guy's like, I don't give a fuck. And he like, like my friend was like videotaping me. He's videotaping me, and he, then he grabs the security dude, just grabs the phone and. He's pushing them out. As that's happening, I'm getting on the stage and they booed me. They what? They booed me because there was like, they booed me at the beginning. They didn't want me there because there's two reasons really. And I broke it down at first. It was, it's like, yeah, this is, this was a lot, bro. It was a lot, bro. But like they booed me because like, they, there was like so many openers for and these openers weren't like I saw these openers. They weren't even rapping. They were just playing X Six and Toxion songs, bro. Like they were just trying to get these like kids hyped up. Yeah. But like, um, but also like you got to keep in mind, people were front row for a Tekka concert, 
and we've talked about my music. Like I sample like life support machine. Like you're not if you were a tech fan, you are not gonna like my music. Like I just not you are you not gonna like be in love with it. And so they were impatient and they just weren't with it. So I just like they were all booing me. And then I was just like, fuck it out. Like I know you guys wanna see tech, I'm just gonna do my shit. I'm just gonna do my shit. And then I rapped. And I did I did well. Like I, I, I'm harsh on myself. Like I didn't do an A performance because my A is like through the roof, I think. Cause you know, I'm just I've been performing since like the sixth grade, since in like the theater and all that stuff. But like I did really well because at the end of the at the end of it, um, the front row not so much, but even kids in the front row were bumping to it, but the crowd cheered. Like at first they booed and then at the end they cheered. Like I literally turned boos into cheers, you know. And that, that that and that is great. And then, you know, and it, I don't know. I remember I, like later I saw footage of Drake getting booed, and I was like, okay, I feel, I feel a little better. You know, it just happens. But the, now this is the fucked up part. Where like, I got footage of like me performing from them. I I usually use the I use the footage of my boy Amin. Shout out to Amin. Uh, he's like my stylist, and like he he does a lot of video for me and a lot of photography for me. But um, he was videotaping it. But um, like we got the footage from the canvas people, and when I was done performing, you hear them saying like racist shit to me. They were like, "Go back to your, go back to India." I'm not from India, I'm from Pakistan. They're like, "Thank God, he thought shit, all this shit, bro." Like, and then I saw that footage, my guy. I was pissed. I was I was infuriated. Like I was livid. Like I was like, "All right, I'm a, I'm a." I'll, you know, and it, it, that's the biggest lesson I learned was how do you, how do you want, how, in general, how do you tackle like racist shit? Like, you know, and it's like, you can get angry at it, but you can't let it consume you because if you let it consume you, you're wasting so much energy and time and resources. And you got to keep in mind that person, like literally they were saying they hate me, but clearly they hate themselves way more than they hate me, mm-hmm. you know? And then they so, win, win, not to cut you off, but they win, no. allow them to get to you you know what i'm saying and then it and i guarantee that you know it's going to stick with you so much longer than it's going to stick with them like they're going to forget about it in five minutes but you're sitting like you remember it and you're sitting here talking to me about it now almost a year you know nine months later and it's not but that's that's just that is fucked up i agree like i i personally too like i have no tolerance for that shit like man like we're all here we're all human beings like we all have feelings like i mean I think you're seeing now, especially in a time like this, let's like go off on this tangent, but in a time like this, you're seeing the people that truly like feel and, and, and want to, and are just all about humanity and, and want the best for humanity. And then you're seeing the people that don't give a shit about people that are either less fortunate than them or different than them or anything like that. Like, it's just, it, it blows my mind that there's still people out there that, want to be you know prejudice and racist and things like that over you know really one incident that has nothing to do with you or you know really i would say almost all of muslim america like no none of the none of you have anything to do with that and yet it's still one of those things where it's it's just it's just unfortunate and, and you're out there you're putting yourself out there right you're trying to entertain right and 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 there it's just your your true fans are gonna be what will you know catapult you going forward. I think you're absolutely right. Like 
I, I don't, and again, I, I, I know I'm going to sound like um, almost hypocritical here, but I don't think the common little Tekka fan understands what you're doing and what you're going for. I just don't. Yeah. Um, and that's not a knock on anybody that likes Little Tekka. You, you can be, you know, but I, I don't think that anybody that's listening, that's going to Little Tech, Little Tekka for his, for the music he's putting out, it's very different than what you're doing. Yeah. So maybe the pairing just wasn't good, but it's still no excuse for, you know, you being true like that. You, you putting yourself out there to, to perform. And it was supposed to be a moment for you. You were like looking forward to it, but. Yeah. It's interesting, though. It's ironic that sometimes those big moments like that aren't, you know, what what you think they're going to be, you know? A hundred percent, man. That's really, yeah. I mean, it was just an important lesson to learn because, like, this is going to happen. It will happen again, you know? And, you know, I guess, <laughs> I don't know, the funny part was, like, I got paid, though. Like, actually, you know, I still got paid. I got, Fuck like, it. I got racks. Like, you yeah, paid. You, know? you, you Thank you for your money. <laughs> for real, right? Like, I just don't get money for, like, people to fucking, like, just, like, what, say, like, people are going to say racist shit to me. I might as well just get paid for it. Like, honestly, like, it's, it's crazy. Um, but, like, yeah, that experience, like, I mean, the footage, like, I got that footage. And now, like, it's funny, right? Because I got the footage and then every blog, you know, every person is like, oh, that's so sick. And it's, like, for me, I was like, that experience still, like, I have more fun performing at houses, bro. Like, I, I'll, I'll, like, even, like, I'll, I'll send you, like, a video, like, after this, like. Please like, do. Yeah, just me performing on houses. I love house shows more because I'm on top of kitchen stoves. And then I could just, the, the faucet's right there. You know, I just, oh, put the faucet, drink water. All right, word. And I can keep performing. Like, that's better. Let's go. That's better. There's a big stage, you know, like. Are you, uh, are you, uh, so anybody that knows anything about UMass Amherst, I mean, I had two brothers, the one, one brother that's still there, another brother that went there. I went to Framingham State. Oh, we were just talking about this off air that there was nothing ever going on at Framingham State. I was at UMass constantly. So, especially, and with one of my producers, actually, who's, you know, uh, uh, I college roommate from, you know what I mean? So we try, he can validate. We would, you know, five o'clock on a Saturday would roll around and you wouldn't hear anything and just like, Yo, we we uh, visited my friends at your friends at UMass this, this this Saturday. Who we who we hitting up to see if we can we can crash UMass? But uh, do you, so? Do you perform at at parties at UMass like often, or is that something you don't you don't, or is it just like for intimate like friends, or are you just like one of those people like you're just fuck it, I'm gonna get up on this stove in front of a hundred people at this house house party or frat party and just start start rhyming. Yeah, it, it, I would, like, actually, like, reach out to houses. I'll be like, can I do a show here? Like, I have all the equipment. I got my speakers. I got my mixer. I got the mic. Can I do a show here? They'd be like, yes. Or they'd be like, no. But all the good ones would let me say yes. And they, I, was, I, was, I had, like, shows, especially second semester, I was doing, like, house shows, like, every, every weekend. I really was. Like, I was doing house shows on house shows, man. And I had, I had a show lined up for every weekend in April, too, until this covid stuff happens but but like there was even a chance i could have performed that mullins again that center again but um uh yeah like like that's what um that's what that, i was just doing house shows a lot i just love it like i would literally just reach out because some people they want to do it like they're like oh do a show oh cool and then like you know you just meet like a bunch of cool bands a bunch of other artists and like 
I don't know. Shows are the best way to get your name right. So. Yeah. Well, it's so funny because me attending shows was actually how we started. I don't want to say we didn't transition, but we kind of um, pivoted towards doing more of things like we're doing right now, like just chopping it up with, you know, local artists and mass Boston artists, Massachusetts artists and whatnot. Um, I went to a, a show at Icon with my cousin who had a friend who uh, was a rapper or is a rapper. And uh, he, and I was living at the time. He's like, you want to come tickets like 10 bucks. And I was just like, yeah, sure. Why not? And so I go and I ended up like, not only, not only to have a great time, I got, to, I met all three of the, um, the performers and I am now like very good friends with all of them. And I've built these amazing relationships with all three of them. Like what? So Washi was the original guy uh who's dope if if you haven't heard of him check is that is that his name right there washi yeah yeah oh yeah well when when you come in bro you can sign the wall too that is his his name oh that's lit yeah that's that was that's what this is for i got a a couple others that you can't see at the moment that they they decided to come over here i got lord felix uh marcel stefan who was another guy at that show so it was it went marcel washi and then zafir and so I'm at this show. I've never done an interview in my life, mind you, right? And my cousin, whose also name is Mike, he's like, you know, it, watch his real name is Brandon, but he's like, oh, I think Brandon would be like, you know, interested in maybe doing like, just, re- just ask him, see if he, he would want to come on your show. And like, and I was like, oh, that's like a pretty good idea. So like, I, that's like, this is like, he's telling me this, like, as we're driving there, mind you. So I'm like, it wasn't even a thought, like, as I was going there until he brought it up. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's a good thought. And so you know, Marcel performs and then Washi and then, uh, and then Zafir. So Washi performs first and uh, excuse me, second. And, um, I ended up talking to him obviously right after and, you know, uh, ended up, he ended up coming to the show, uh, shortly after a few weeks later. And now like we're tight, obviously he's, his name is on my freaking wall. And then I bump into Marcel who went first and I just kind of, I just like walked right by him. And I just, out of the blue, I just, I just felt like saying, you know, good job. Like, you know, cause like I'm a music fan and if I appreciate what you can do. And he had a track with Michael Christmas who I've heard before. And I'm like, oh, that's dope. So I went, I walk up to him and I'm just like, yo, good shit, bro. Like that's, that's, that's sick. Like I love what you did up there. And obviously just, uh, he starts talking to me a little bit more and then I get into my podcast and, and I'm not kidding you. Right. So one of my producers, uh, Sam, shout out Sam he over the summertime this was right before this was so actually probably right around the time that you had your mullins show um is when this all, all was going down um and we're hanging out in um my son room at my cousin's house and he's like they're, they're criticizing not criticizing but they're giving me some advice on the podcast right and they're like dude you are a music podcast and you don't have a fucking intro like what is wrong with you and i was just like true it's a very good point because we had our like classes in session like catchphrase and that was that so i'm like true but i'm also not musically inclined and i don't have a network of like people right so i three weeks later i go to the show i meet i meet marcel and and marcel's like he immediately i just i mentioned in a podcast and it was almost like he like read my mind he was like do you have intro music and i was like no and he was just like let me make you an intro and i was like if you want, sure. And then he made it stick and it's perfect, right? It's like our, it's like we, we it's our little jingle. We put it at the at, at front of the episode now all the time. And uh, he comes on and he goes, bro, when I met you and you mentioned that and 
it, the light bulb clicked because I had, I've had this beat for years and they keep everyone's and I wanted to rap over it, but everyone was telling me, ah, oh, this is like for like a radio show. You don't use this shit. Like this is bullshit. Right. <laughs> and then of course he, like we both just had like a light bulb moment. So it's so funny though. It's long story short, like when did how things like work out, you know what I mean? Building shows and like meeting people and, and networking, like, and the social media part is important, but I think that like, you make true fans, I think, at shows because you you build that face to face in person connection. You know, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. Yeah, because it's just like you know, like yeah, that's another thing. Just kind of like if you if you you might make a great song, man, but if you can't perform it, like or if nobody ever hears it, you know, it's like yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. 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 If you can't perform it, yeah, you want you want music that can. I mean, there's there's music for all different aspects. I think I, I think you especially. I think your discard what I've heard from your from your um, your discography at this point. I think you have songs that play well both ways. Like you have songs that you can play like just chilling by yourself, vibing right, like late at night. You have songs that you can bump in the car with your friends. You have songs that definitely would probably play well at, at a show. So I think that having that variety is like super important too, you know, like not boxing yourself in. Yeah, yeah, I, I like the yeah, cause I never. That's a really good way to put it, like just not boxing yourself in. Cause like I don't know, like I don't want to stick to just like, I don't want to make like every song sound the same, like cause that's just like, I'm not trying to make like, cause I don't know, some people just do that, and I'm like, I, I don't know, like power to you if you want to do it, like that's your sound, that's what you wanted, that's your like art, you know, that's your work process, you know, like do what you need to do but for me like I love like making every song like when I make an album I really like making every song sound like different so people have like a specific vibe they can go to um so, like obviously a theme to hit on throughout the whole album but especially the like Breath of the Phoenix right um right. but like you know like that album specifically I feel like there's just so much genre exploration and such a short amount of time um I completely agree. And that's one of the things that gravitated me and keep towards it and keeps me coming back because it actually mirror, not mirrors, I shouldn't say that, but it seems to me like you take some influences from artists that I particularly really like. And then you even mentioned them on your website. Like, so it's so funny, like guys like Brock Hampton, uh, JPEG Mafia, Slow Tie. I even hear a little Death Grips with you especially on a song like gasp i'm like bro he does he do you you sounded like mc ride like a hundred percent i was like bro i was just like is it featuring death grips like what the <laughs> fuck is going on here? you know that's <laughs> sick oh yeah this is this is death grips like not not like, uh, i shouldn't say that i'm sorry that's that's not what i meant i meant like it it gave me that aesthetic and that feeling yeah. I'm fucking dope that's you know? sick, man. That's you'll like this next album then, man, because this next album is supposed to be like really, really like aggressive. Okay. And there's like one really like really big like rock song kind of similar. I think you'd really like that then. Oh, that's yeah. sweet, man. Yeah, yeah, like I'm the guys that I really like, I'm I'm big, big Brockhampton. Like they're yeah. the ability for them to be creative in their sounds is what drew me to them from the very start i think you, you you don't obviously do it in the same way but you have this you do i think you have that same mentality or I, I can at least hear it when i listen to breath of the phoenix it's like you went into it saying okay how can i make this sound good but also also sound like nothing else you know yeah yeah i feel like that's a really good that's really important 
Yeah, Brockhampton, man. Like, they really, I don't know, they have such a weird sound and it works so well. Like, that's really it. Like, it just, like, very unique, very um vibrant, you know? And that's it. Yeah. yeah like, and they're saying something, which is, which is important. You know what I mean? Like, what Kevin Abstract has done for the LGBTQ community in hip-hop, I think, is just unprecedented at this point I, I i don't i don't know if there's another and and it's funny is uh an artist you should actually check out you might like his stuff jr weiss i have actually or i have no idea where he's from he just hopped into one of our lives um but i was talking a little bit about, about brock hampton and he was like bro like kevin abstract I'm, I'm also like a gay gay artist like and kevin abstract like speaks for our community and i was like that's dope that that people not only can connect to him, but are trying to like get themselves out there a little bit more now and aren't afraid to really be outward about it anymore. You know, I think that that is like so awesome to me. I love that. Um, I think that Brockhampton just even topically and even their sound, like they're just so innovative and so much they do. Um, and, and really like, again, not to, not to gas you up, but I, I hear that in your music because it does not sound like anything else I've heard. And you're talking about topics that no one else is talking about, bro. No one else is. You know? That's crazy. That's crazy, yeah. man. Yeah. Thank you for that. That's crazy. I'll even just thank you. You're welcome. No, seriously. No, I, I, I genuinely mean that. You know, it's not even, you know, you know don't say that to every artist that, that hits us up or that I even have on. So, you, you, like, you do have a very unique sound. Um, and whether or not, you know, everybody can get down with it, who knows? But me personally, love it. Everyone I've showed loves it. Um, and I think that in, in time, you know, as music grows and music develops, I think people are going to be more in tune with, especially the world of hip hop, right? I mean, how many different subgenres are in hip hop? I mean, holy crap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of crazy like stuff in hip hop. Like, um, yeah, it's just often like negatively stereotyped and racialized like people are just like you know to this point where like they just kind of see an image of it that's just you know they're just deluded like it's just a misconceived notion of it and if you really give hip-hop the time it deserves and the effort it deserves you can really see so much beauty in it people hear a song and they're like oh, that just sounds a little aggressive or this or that. And it's like, no, look into that song right now. Like, really look at what they're saying. It's like, oh, this is so... Even just rhyme schemes or just the melodies that they're doing, it's impressive, you know? It's impressive. And it's honest fucking work. Like, so, yeah, yeah. I think, like, there's just a lot to explore. Yeah. There is. There's a lot. There's a, it's a genre that has bended so many and blended so many different kinds within it. Um, it's, it's really kind of unbelievable at this point in time. And, and like I said, to hear, to hear something that like, like what you're doing is awesome. And to, for you to, you know, be so open in your music, I think is, is so cool. One other thing you, you mentioned in your music that I wanted to bring up, you mentioned being codependent on your pain. And I feel oh, like a lot of artists, especially, especially artists, right. And that using, and I, even for me too, like I'm somebody that suffers from mental health and, uh, you know, more, more on the anxiety um, spectrum. But for me personally, what helps me, what helps my anxiety is diving into some creative things like this. Like I always, 
after doing a podcast episode or, um, you know, doing a promotional video that I've, you know, messing with final cut pro now and things like that. And, or like, um, just doing anything creative, it makes me feel so much better and just like gives me such a better peace of mind. Um, I'm guessing music's that way for you, but how is it, how is it that really, um, helped you not only just on a personal level, but has, how has it also like affected your music too? That's a good point. That's a, that's a good question. Um, and that was just the interesting point of just like, you know, it's just expression is what you're bringing up. You know, we're kind of tackling this just expression and I don't know, the world's like, I remember this story. So I was like biking in Boston with some friends and I remember I was biking, man. I was just scared out of my mind, not because of biking, but I was just thinking, right? And I was just thinking, I was like, life doesn't make sense. Nothing makes sense. Everything is so scary. I'm, I'm just like freaking out of my mind. And then we go to the beach and I just see like these just like young people, just like, I think there's like these three girls, just like, just, just dancing to the baby. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like music makes sense. Music's the only thing that just doesn't make me so anxious all the time. It just gives me peace and it helps me express myself and connect to people. I feel like when I was younger, no one listened to me. I feel like every time I was like, hey, these kids are bullying me. Hey, these people are calling me terrorists. Hey, they're doing all this shit. Hey, they're like fucking doing all this fuck shit to me. And it's just like, no one listened, you know, even like so many people I loved, like I really loved, I feel like they weren't able to really understand my pain. They're like, nah, you're overreacting. Nah, you're being oversensitive. What do you mean? We don't understand. Then I put it in this music format and then now everyone's listening to me. Maybe they're not liking me, but they're listening to me. And I think that's the thing. Like at the end of the day, humans just want to be listened to. That's really it. You know, just the validation of feelings. They, your feelings might not be right. Like, let's say, oh, I feel really hurt and maybe I didn't do anything to hurt that person like intentionally, but my impact is still there. I'm going to apologize for that, you know? And it's just like this whole thing about like validating emotions. And, and I feel like I was able to feel more validated in music so with, and mental health, you know, like it just, it also helps you like, it helps me grow more. Like I'm like, I put it on this physical format. I'm able to look at myself in a more honest way. I'm like, oh yeah, this is a bad tendency of mine. I really need to work on this. Or like, oh, that is actually beautiful. I, that beautiful part of me exists and I should never let that go. And I should, I should recognize that, you know? It, it, just, it just reminds me that I'm worthy of something. Dude, I, I just applaud, that's so well said. I thought that was just beautifully stated, man. Like, I, I can't agree more. Um, yeah, I think, I think with, with that being said, you're right that when we're able to put it out in front of us or it's um, when it comes out of us in a way and, and you can actually see it or hear it or listen to it or, or, you know, whatever the case, right. You're, when you're able to consume it back, you're looking at it from a different perspective. You're looking at it, not within you. Now you're looking at it from the outside of you, you know? Um, and I think you're going to realize too, and I'm sure you already have that what you're doing on your music and what you're talking about, it's not only it's affecting people, but it's affecting probably affecting a lot of people positively because here's a Muslim American who suffers from mental health issues, just like anybody else in this world. And it's just navigating life and trying to live it and become the best person they can be. And 
and not only that, you're trying to uplift and, and make people feel good through your music along the way. And I think that if, if you can accomplish that, I think numbers don't matter, right? Like who cares how many people are listening to your songs? Like even for us, like right now, like, you know, are we as big as I would love us to be? No, but do we have a little like cult following and do yes. And do I, do I get people like reaching out to us and being like, yo, we really appreciate what you're doing. Like, for the community and for Boston and just for music and, and it, and it makes it so much bigger than I think you or I ever thought it could or would be, you know, regardless of how it all ends up at the end of the day, you know, I think we get so fixated on numbers, but in reality, like it's not as important. It's the connections, it's the relationships. Like, and like I just told you, like, you know, my long winded thing earlier about making quality relationships, doing this, like, I was just talking to my girlfriend about this the other day. I was like, I, I, I'm telling you right now, like that is what I'm going to take away from this when it's all said and done. Whenever, you know, regardless of what happens with this and how far, you know, in the future this goes for our podcast, like when one day when I sit down with it and I'm, and I'm at peace with it and I'm, and I'm done with it, I want to be able to look back on it and say, okay, who did I connect with? Who did I relate to? And, 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 and in turn too, like who, who helped me grow as well? Like, and this is why I love conversations like this. Cause I feel like every time I've had a conversation like this on our show, it's helped me as well. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's given me perspective that I, and, and made me think about things in a different, in a different way. Um, and, and, and not enough people just, I don't think you said a lot of people want to be heard, but a lot of people don't want to listen. I think that's, that's part of the problem we get too tunnel visioned or stuck in our ways and we don't, and we don't want to listen really. You know what I mean? People want to be heard. You want to be heard. I want to be, but nobody really wants to. listen. So I think that's really, um, like you said, very well said. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm so happy that you've, you found that creative outlet for yourself and that, yeah. Thank you, man. Same with you, man. Like, you know, like doing a podcast, like, I don't know, even doing anything artistic. Some people, have you know they might and honestly no they will clown you for it and they have clowned you for it and you still do it because there's people who really enjoy it and also you enjoy it at the end of the day regardless of people you know right like you got like that i've seen your following like it's passionate you know you got some passionate people with you and like and you're passionate yourself so like it's it's really that's that's really the move right you just got to keep moving forward and at the end of the day it's like some people might be hating on it, whatever, whatever. And then you're, you're still making an impact. It's like, what are they doing? You know, like, you know, like you're making an impact in this beautiful way, man. So, yeah. I appreciate that for sure. Cool. Um, yeah. And, and I think too, like, like going back to one of your other points too, like the masculinity factor, right? Like, mm. I think that just talking to you, like you, you're, you seem like a very open and honest person and you, you don't have this, like, you know, this wall up, this guard up. But I think as men, we, and especially like you're saying in, in the hip hop realm, that can certainly be something that is, is, is present. And, and I think even given, I don't know about you, I don't want to speak for you, but my, my background too, just being coming from the old fashioned Italian uh, background, that was really kind of, I don't think, I think pushed on us a lot in a way, just that, you know, being a strong, you know, emotionless, masculine man, like that's important. But in reality, I mean, you're going to walk away from it so empty, I think, if you don't, or walk away from life so empty, if you don't 
you know, make those connections and put yourself out there like that. Cause with, like you're saying, with all that hate comes as well, some of the love, you know, find a way to push that hate out and, and just focus on the, on the love that you're getting. So it's like, you're right. Yeah. That's a really good way to see it. just like noticing, you know, Uh, some people say maybe the key to happiness is might just be noticing stuff, you know, just noticing it. And it's interesting what you bring about the masculinity thing. Cause like, you know, like it is a lot in rap, but also it's a lot in men, especially, you know, like just a lot of like, like just, you know, men of color. I, I can speak for like, you know, the Muslim men that I see, like the brown bodies that I see. And, you know, it's a lot of it is like, it's like a survival, it's a, you know, helps them survive. That's a big thing. So like even though I, like you know I, I'd be personally like I'd be criticizing it still like you know obviously you can't do that at the same time it's like especially for some people like especially you know like a lot of black men like you know they they've been you know like they gotta it's like you know they kind of they put way more in, in positions way more severe than I am so you know they gotta it's just like survival you know at the end of the day it's just survival so. sure no that, that makes total sense I, I think that yeah. definitely is part of it for yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah. It's, it's just like, it's just like interesting to like, you know, it's just, I don't know, like, you know, we talk about things like gender and race and like hip hop and it's just like, I don't know, I think it's important. It's just kind of cool that we're talking about it because like, you know, way earlier as we've highlighted, like people weren't talking about this and now they are. Hip hop 20 years ago, nobody was talking about the things that people talk about in hip hop now. Even yeah. in really, you know? I mean, now that, you know, that now that mental health and mental health awareness has become so much more of a bigger thing, like, I feel like artists are more open to talking about it. And especially in the hip hop game, like, I mean, 20 years ago, it was more about, you know, you know, when Tupac and Biggie and guys like that were and it was more, more than that. And there's obviously a lot of subgenres in hip hop. I mean, there was like, guys like Tribe Called Quest that were doing a little bit more of that jazzy sound. And then you had obviously way end, you know, like Beastie Boys and Run DMC, just, just to name a few, like that were doing it more for like aesthetic and sonic purposes. But, and then when you got into the nineties, I felt like it was a more, um, I don't want to say battle rap, that's probably like the wrong word or like the wrong phrase to use, but it was more competitive and more like mm. who could be the illest spitter, right? Who could have the dopest rhymes and who could like be, you know, the most clever. And it was not really about expression. And I think it's now completely changed not that that still isn't prev- uh, like prevalent in hip hop, but I think that at least it, it's it's come around a little bit and been been and that's why I think so many people are now gravitating towards hip hop and why hip hop has such a more of a positive connotation now as opposed to negative that it had in the night. I think that it had from some people in the '90s. I wouldn't say everybody, but um, I just think that that it's just so interesting, like where it's come now, you know. Um, and, and like you, like you said a little earlier, like how many different kind of people it, it, it can really touch. So yeah, dude, I love this conversation right now. This is, this is awesome. So good. Yeah, this is great, man. Yeah, I, kinda, I knew this was going to roll out so dude, well, bro. I do want to talk about, not to just, I love this conversation. I'm so glad that we, we, we that we had it. I do want to talk about your new, your new, uh, album and what you're working on right now, man. And so, uh, is this time for you? And like, I know this has been different for other people, but is this time for you? Um, has it been more of a productive, have you been able to work more on the music now that you're, um, that you're, you know, you're stuck at home kind of doing nothing and all like everybody in quarantine, or is it more of like you're sitting back reflecting and, and thinking? 
more. So, because I know some people are having a hard time being productive while others are being like, like me on the other hand are just being like, I'm probably too productive, you know? So what, where, where, where are you on that spectrum? That's a, that's a good question. Um, I say both. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, I am doing a lot of reflecting. Cause like, I'm trying to redesign my sound in a way that's it's more like double down on everything. Like I've pretty much me and my producer. I've established like, there's a lot of great things about my sound, but I think the center of it is very emotional, you know, very emotional. I was like, all right, let's double down on this emotion. Let's just fucking nail this, you know? So it's been also, and also like my Instagram, just thinking of like rebranding like a bit, like, okay, let's like try to hit a specific color palette and like the photos that we're going to put out of this album. What's the album teaser going to be? Like, you know, the show, The Americans, have you heard of that show? I have, I have not seen it, but I, I do know, I do know the show. I'm familiar. It's, it's a, it's a really good show, man. If you got, if you got, I know you, you, you're doing your grind, you're doing work, man. You got a lot on your hands, but if you ever got time to watch a really good show, uh, the American, um, okay. no, I, I, I watch TV. Like, I mean, not a ton of it, but I, no, I, I, I am trying to be better about that. Like not, and again, the separation piece is tough for me because I'm not working any, like, or I'm not going to work. Like it's so, I feel like it's so much easier. Like when I leave school, all right, like my time with doing teaching stuff that, that it's done, it's over. I've left that behind. Maybe I come home and I do a little podcast stuff or, or I have to go to practice and, and coach or a game or whatever. If, if we're in season or if I'm doing my training sessions in the off season, I do that. And then once I'm done with that, I don't touch that anymore. And then I come home and work on podcast stuff and then, you know, whatever's left of the day I have for myself, but not having the structure now, I feel like I'm allowing myself to do too much working. Right. So I'm trying to be better about better about more time for myself and, and, and watching some shows. And I have been getting into some, some, some shows lately. So that's, that'll be one. Where, where is, uh, where, where's that streamed? Uh, Amazon prime. It's on oh. Amazon prime. So. All right. So I have that. Yeah. So I'll be able to yeah. I just, yeah, I actually did just watch. I'm one of those people that, like if you if there's a lot of seasons and a lot of episodes i get a little overwhelmed and i'm like i don't know if i can put that much time into it so i'd like more like mini series i think would be like i just watched the boys i don't know if you've you've watched that on amazon prime i i I saw the trailer for it i saw it looked really fun season two is coming out this yeah spring i want to say they that's what i what i read i looked it up because i I liked it so much check that one out that was that one you i'll Watch Americans, you watch the boys, and then we'll uh, we'll link up again. Yeah, we'll link up again. Absolutely. That's it. On this topic, do you um, you like some animated shows too? I notice, huh? Yeah, I love. I do. I fuck with anime. I fuck with cartoons. Heavy, uh, heavy, heavy, heavy. Like, um, both. Like, I guess my favorite anime would be like, I think Cowboy Bebop is like the best one. So good. So good. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood too. Okay, I don't know that one either. That one's sick. If you're trying to watch anime, bro, that one's sick. I'm a big, uh, I'm a big Rick and Morty guy. Rick and Morty's fun, bro. That that's fun, bro. That's a good show to watch. Like, that, you just be laughing, man. You just be. They take you to, and they get serious though. They get serious at moments. It's legit. He, they have a new show coming out yeah. uh, tomorrow, actually called Soul. At the time of recording, the Solar Opposites, which looks a, like a riot to us. Yeah. I can't watch that one. So that'd be fun. I, I, yeah, I was never huge in anime, but now like since there's more 
like adult content within the anime like now i'm getting a little bit more into it like yeah. even like a big mouth on netflix if you've ever seen that that shows a fucking that, show. that show's good man that show's good man i really like that show that's so funny because it has just like the ugliest animation ever. <laughs> it's so good, bro. Like, I know, but the jokes are just, they hit. They're and, oh. it's so funny. I'm going on a limb. Mori, the hormone monster, might be top five, like, best characters in any show of all time. I, I, he, that is my dude, man. <laughs> it's so funny, bro. Yeah, no, that show's legit too, man. Yeah, everything. Just with the humor, the, the, there's a good satirical nature in it that I, I love satire you know i think satire is a really really important thing to do like to utilize in oh, like sure. anything really um but yeah i'm really big on like cartoons and anime like i guess my favorite cartoon would be like adventure time and then avatar last airbender is like right under that yeah oh, okay i remember avatar yeah i remember that from back in the day yeah, yeah. Yep. Really good, yeah. And then, yeah, I I love animation. I I, I was one of the was really cool animation. Uh, these like it, it was this dude, the dude who made Samurai Jack. Okay. Um, heard, yeah, yeah. He made his own show called like another animated show called uh. It's it's a short too. So if you're trying to get in the short stuff, um, I could send you the link. I'll send you the link after this. Um. Sounds like we got a lot of sharing you and I to do still after this stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's um called Primal. It's okay. intense, man, because it's very graphic. It's very graphic. It's just like about like it, it, it. You think initially like it's about like prehistoric times, but it's more of like a fantasy prehistoric time. Okay. Um. So yeah, and it it really tells a story with such like there's like not really any dialogue, right? But it tells such a really, it tells really great stories and just some epic, insane moments. I sampled it on like the next album I'm making, so like, yeah, yeah. So that's a perfect circle back to it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. How are you, um, yeah. So like I said, so go back to my question a little earlier that I had for you. Like, how are you handling this time? Are you working more? Are you, like, it sounds to me like you're kind of trying to do both a little bit, like reflect a little bit, but then you're feeling it go in and and, and get it done. But how's how's creating this? this new album for you right now and just given the climate yeah um it's a lot because you just want to reflect on like who my artist is what like what type of artist am i and i've realized like okay i'm really big on emotion let me try to bring that more in my music but also in like my aesthetic so we're trying to get like photo shoots done reflecting um just like doing some really cool shots also in music videos like in music videos i told a story but now i just want to do a bunch of really cool shots like i have a whole slideshow of like shots like from movies and we're like okay how do we replicate this how do we do this and just think of like all these crazy ideas we're gonna do and like really break it down how we're gonna do it the reason why i brought the americans is because the intro of it is like like it's interesting because they bring a lot of photos as well with footage like of just like video footage but mainly photos like like and and they kind of like put photos on top of each other and like we want to make an album teaser like just directly relating to the americans so because my friend's like i don't really know how to do video editing too much but I, i'm he's he's like impeccable at photoshop so we're gonna do utilize that as like a fun album teaser it's it's just really planning the marketing and also the overall aesthetic of our music videos photo shoots which they go together and then um online game like i'm making like marketing plans how to do that and then and then there's also just the music like the next album is going to be called uh have nightmares about me um probably part one yeah it's a really intense title oh 
So darker? Yes? No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much darker. Very, like, still, like, different. Like, like some very, very aggressive stuff. Some, like, more, like, ominous stuff. And there's, like, still, like, a good blend of everything, I feel. But, like, yeah, it's definitely going to be less on, like, my singing side. More on, like, my, like, really rapping, rapping side. And also just aggressive side. Um, But, like, um, yeah, it's it's just about anger and how, like, it's I've utilized it as, like, uh as a you know just kind of like surviving in like a lot of spaces where i felt very threatened and then how it, it's come to the point where like like i i, I you know like i i i was flipping out on like like i had it i still have anger issues i've been really working on it um but like bro i was i was flipping out on coworkers. i was flipping out on my like family and my loved ones like like my like all my loved ones were seeing it and like i was like I really got to work on this. And then I realized I just developed such a lack of trust and security in my life with all the shit that I've been through. Cause I've been like abused here and there and like a lot of fuck shit. And like, um, the whole point of the album is like, I got to this point where like, I just want people to be afraid of me. So they stop being, so they can leave me alone. And so then I was like, I want you to be so scared of me ha- that you have nightmares about me, but it's coming to the point where I'm becoming this human being that I'm, bec- I'm starting to have nightmares about myself. So like, it's just like the term of like navigating anger and what we've talked about, like masculinity. People that have stuck with us this long, and I'm hope that you have, um, if this is not the calling card or the, uh, the motivation that you need to go check out this man's music, you need to write this second. Oh, let us, you know, let us finish here first. But uh, this is, this is, some good shit man wow thank you man that means that means a lot um i really that really means a lot man I'm, i can't wait i'm gonna send you once we get these all mixed and master bro i'm sending you the private links man i'm gonna send that to you i'm just so happy that we got you on here because i think that it's just it's so cool like all, the, all our listeners people that are fans of you like your ability to not only be so thoughtful about what you're trying to do and the projects that you're doing, but then, and then on the breath to articulate it in the way that you are, where it makes so much sense and so clear, dude, like you, you I think you'd be a good teacher, bro. I'm not, not swaying you, but I, I think you'd, you you got to work with people. I know, I know you got that anger thing you're trying to figure out, but like, don't let, don't let that, don't let that be in the way, bro, because I think you got to, you got away with words. So, so keep being, keep doing that, you know? Thank you so, so much. Thank bro, seriously, if, like I said, if uh, it's in the new album, um, when can we expect it? I'm trying to drop it December. That's what I'm trying. I'm trying to throw a single, like, I'm trying to do, like, two singles, one October, and then one um, November, and then whole album. It's it's only, it's probably going to be split in two parts. So the first part will just be, like, six songs, and then, like, there's two singles preceding it. So okay. it'll be, like, a short, shorter thing. Um so very listenable yeah yeah well people like i said if you have not checked out this man's uh work yet you need to and if this hour and some change hour 20 minutes was uh not validation enough i don't really know what to tell you on that because uh you gave us so much good content bro thank you thank you so so much for coming on and doing this this was a lot of fun we will get you in here i promise when quarantine is over you're gonna you're at the top of my list and you will be signing this this wall because oh 
We need we need Taha's signature on this wall. That is that is definite. You uh, yeah, yeah. you have our cosign one hundred and ten percent. So I <laughs> thank you, man. Thank you. You or not, but regardless, you have it. So it matters, man. For real. Thank you so much, man. You're welcome. Follow Taha on Instagram ta- at Taha the Phoenix, correct? That's me. That's me. And make sure you go check out Breath of the Phoenix. It is, if you're someone like me that wants a quick, just quick listen, 30 minutes, you're, you're actually, to be honest with you, you're going to be wishing that there was more. So <laughs> go check that shit out. It's available on all streaming platforms. And Taha, thank you so much, bro, for being with us today. And we appreciate it. And we can't wait to chop it up with you again very, very soon. Can't wait, my guy. Can't wait. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Maybe, uh, maybe a guest for an Instagram live soon. Maybe if uh, yeah, I'm down. I'm down for that. Do it, man. Cool. Do it. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Again, follow us on Instagram at Turntable Teachers. Uh, hit up our website, turn to uh, TurntableTeachers.com for all the latest blogs, merch episodes we got video content now clearly coming out obviously as you see we got podcasts we got all the stuff so come to us for your for music needs and make sure that you follow and stream taha's new music that is out available now again thank you so much taha for being here we appreciate it this is taha i am mike with the turntable teachers and class is dismissed Turn to the